you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer. This is Affordable Interior Design, the podcast. Here's your host, Betsy Hellman. Happy holidays. Great to be back with you. If you're watching on YouTube, you have noticed that I have a little extra festivity going on, a little more bling. I'm wearing big old earrings. Big old earrings. I am leaning hard into the spirit of the season. I am bedazzling myself as well as my home for this amazing moment in time, which basically takes place between Thanksgiving and the holiday season in December when I just really lean in hard to nesting, decorating, making the place feel cozy, and getting ready for, in my case, Christmas. Well, My other favorite thing about this time of year are the parties. Now, I own my own business, so either we have a virtual party during COVID because a lot of us, well, everybody that works for me is virtual, whether or not we're close together geographically, nobody comes into the office or in this case, my cottage. It's just me hanging out um, and we rarely get a chance to meet together. So we will have a party in January. But what I really love is going to other people's parties, OPP, because I don't have to plan it. I don't have to host it. And it's just such a festive time. The thing about parties post-pandemic is, first of all, I haven't been to any. Have I been to even one, like, real party? Not a holiday party since the pandemic. But also, you know, I don't have that many opportunities to go to holiday parties because typically they're thrown by a workplace or something. And I just told you my workplace is throwing a party, but I'm throwing it so it's kind of stressful and it's not just totally relaxing and kick back. My husband started working for a new company this year and one of the company members is throwing an amazing party in Las Vegas. That's right. Las Vegas. And last minute, and I mean very last minute, my husband was like, we're going to that party. What? Not only is it a party in Vegas, it's a black tie party in Vegas. Now, instead of black tie, my day-to-day is Old Navy. Can you wear Old Navy to a black tie event? Uh, Not only have I not been to a party, I have certainly not been to a black tie party in forever. I actually don't think I've ever been to a black tie party. Isn't that sad? 
Is that sad or is that liberating? Is that amazing? So anyway, I have a problem shopping for clothes. Maybe some of you can relate. I'll shop for a throw pillow all day long. Put me in a furniture store and I will spend hours and hours. Send me to Bloomingdale's to look for something to wear. Get me out of there. No, thank you. Can I order three things online in the same color and just pray that they fit? Perfect. I am so intimidated. Not only am I in my pandemic bod, right, which no longer fits any clothes that might have even closely fit the bill. But um, yeah. So I've been stressing. This all happened very last minute. I've been stressing. One of my friends wrote me and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm stressing. And she's like, I have a dress. I will drop it by. Just see if it fits. What are the chances of somebody else's evening gown fitting me? I got so low that I said to myself, I said, self, If her dress fits you, you'll go to Vegas. If the dress doesn't fit you, you're not going to Vegas because the idea of having to shop for a dress is so much more hellacious than the fun I might have at a party in Vegas at the Wynn Hotel, like super fancy, 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 fancy. Okay. So this morning, I opened the bag. After staring at this bag for like three days, because I don't want to feel bad about myself if I don't fit in the dress, and I probably won't fit in the dress, which means I probably won't go to Vegas, which means I'll probably be a little sad, right? I opened the dress bag. I put on the dress. It fits like a freaking glove. And I know you guys will appreciate this, but I can wear all normal underwear with this dress. Like, that's huge. That's huge. I could wear a bra and underwear with this dress. Uh, and I have heels to match it. So I have no excuse and I will be going on a very last minute excursion to Vegas. And I am feeling oh so excited because I don't have to dress shop, which was the barrier to entry for me. Do you guys have barriers to entry like uh, making small talk, like uh, doing your makeup and hair, like uh, I don't know. There's a lot of obstacles, but I enjoy all those other things eating hors d'oeuvres, talking to strangers, staying up too late. I like all of that. I hate dressing myself. But now I have to stress about a handbag. Okay. Anyway, I'll I'll deal with that later. Uh, I can just make my husband shove everything in his suit pocket. How about that? Let's get to you guys now. Let's get to you guys. Uh, You'll remember that I have my review challenge going on. So the month of December, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a five-star review this month, you'll be entered to win. Two people are going to win a free online class, Styling Your Home. This 45-minute online class that I teach talks all about pattern mixing, artwork, hanging and selecting, talks about um, color palettes and color theory. You won't want to miss it. If you want to win this 45-minute class, that's a $40 value, head on over to iTunes, go to Affordable Interior Designs Podcast, leave a five-star review, and I will be announcing the winners early next month. 2023, I'll be giving back to you for those amazing reviews. Because of course, leaving a review is the very best way for other people to find our show, for iTunes to bump our show up in the ratings. It does so many wonderful things and I would be so, so grateful. All right, without further ado, I'm going to dig into this mailbag and solve all your problems. Before I head to Vegas, I'm just going to solve your problems. You're welcome. That lady solved my problems. I can't even tell you how grateful I am. I wrote her like an excessive number of texts thanking her for 
allowing me not to go to wherever you go to get a fancy gown and spend too much money and hate it. And ugh, yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. All right, let's dig in. My first question comes from Kristen, and Kristen writes from Oldsmar, Florida. She says, Betsy, I need help planning an open area with a diagonal wall, windows, and a sliding glass door. I want the space to function as a family room with a TV. Perhaps I'll add a fireplace, perhaps a formal dining area. Thank you in advance. All right, Kristen. So you know the one thing I don't do on this podcast is give very specific floor plan advice because I have a method that I use for finding the perfect floor plan every time. Those of you listening who are in the academy know what I'm referring to. Uh, It's called my master layout system, and I never create a floor plan, whether it's for a client or myself, without doing my due diligence and completely going through the entire system. Because this is a podcast, I am not going to go through that whole system with you now because, you know, it's not everybody's jam and it's a little bit technical. It is for the pros and not necessarily something you just want to hear somebody drone on and on about. That being said, there are going to be things that you need to be mindful of as you're designing this space. This is a very tricky space. And guys, I'm going to do my best to explain it to you. But the best way to envision Kristen's space is to go to our YouTube channel, Affordable Interior Design on YouTube. And not only subscribe, because as you remember from the last episode, I am in a heated competition with my son, Despicable Duck on YouTube. Then you can see her pictures, her floor plan, and it will help to illuminate the situation even better than I can describe it because, you know, pictures worth a thousand words and she has two. So 2000 words right there. Let me describe it briefly. So it is a very large open room with a beautiful wall of sliders on one side, kind of facing an L-shaped kitchen with an island. Then as you move counterclockwise around the space, you've got like this TV area, or at least in the rendering, there's a TV, but it sounds like that could be open. Uh, Then right across from the TV area, you've got this wall that has this big black thing on it. And I'm going to assume that the big black thing, the big black trapezoid is a fireplace holder. I'm not sure. Is that is that supposed to be a fireplace? The floor plan keeps it very open. But basically between the angled wall that has the black trapezoid slash fireplace and between the straight wall, which has the TV, there is a walkway, which looks like a pretty major thoroughfare from the hallway to the rest of the house to the kitchen area. We have a number of challenges with this space, but the very first thing I want you to think about are walkways because we don't want to obstruct major arteries in the house with clogging furniture, right? If I'm bringing these groceries in from the front door every day and going down that hallway, if I have to go around a sectional, if I have to make this huge detour past a coffee table, past a formal dining table, just to get to the island where I can finally drop my bags, I am exhausted and the room is not working. I'm going to share a solution that's a little bit off the wall, pun intended, but I do want you to do your due diligence. And the crux of the master layout system is that you try every possible option, keeping your mind completely open and locking in only once you've eliminated options. So it's basically, if you want to change the name of the game, the process of elimination method, right? 
We want to start with the things we know for sure, work our way around so that we can eliminate all the possibilities and land on the one that works. That way, when you're buying the furniture and putting it in the right places, you know with confidence, yes, this is the best place for this piece because X, Y, Z. I recommend if you're going to have a dining table in here that you would have it somewhat close to the kitchen area. That only makes sense. I'm not carrying platters and dishes and blah, blah, blah everywhere. So that means it would go roughly in front of the slider, either parallel to the slider or perpendicular to the slider, which is directly opposite the kitchen and by the island. I think that makes total sense. I think it's going to work out really well. Now, if you want this to be a family room, then we need a lot of seating, right? Typically, we need to seat at least four, maybe six, and we need a TV, and you've told me you want a fireplace. When I hear that we need a lot of seating, I think sectional, because in a family room, you can be more casual. Sectionals are typically a more casual look, a loungy look, if you will. And uh, I also want us all to be together In other words, not being on separate little chair islands, but all together on the sectional without having to touch, right? I want my elbow room, but I also want to reach over and snuggle you if I want to. A sectional is great for that. But the problem is that we only have one or potentially two with the angled walls, usable walls in here. They're not broken up with kitchen cabinets, windows, or the sliding door, right? Ideally, we wouldn't occupy both walls, one with a TV and one with the fireplace, with two focal points that are opposite each other. So there's no ideal seating placement where I can look at both at the same time, which is ideal, right? You don't want to be turning back and forth and back and forth, nor do I want to have my back to one of the focal points, be it the fireplace or the TV, of course. I'm going to throw out a crazy suggestion. The large unbroken wall that currently has the TV in the rendering I think could be a very interesting spot to put a sectional and then have the shorter arm or maybe it's an equidistant arm of that sectional parallel to the island in the kitchen. I think that could be a really interesting flow that then faces the angled wall that would house the fireplace and the TV. And you're saying, Betsy, the TV is on an angle. How am I going to see it on the sectional? I would recommend doing a swivel mount. That way you can swivel it to the sectional. Now, there are a number of ways to create this floor plan, and that is only my first impression, which I never go with. I always exhaust all options, but you're asking me for a quick thought, and there's not going to be many options in this very challenging room with walkways, with doorways, with kitchen, with dining room. We have a lot of limitations. So you doing your own due diligence certainly would not come amiss. But I also think the way that I've devised this plan could really work and would keep it nice and open and play to the room's strengths without making the space feel awkward. Do you love how I'm solving everybody's problems? Yeah. I can't wait for Vegas to solve my problems. My husband and I have agreed that we're going to gamble $300. And I hope we get a lot more than that back because to go to Vegas for a weekend is nuts, is nuts. Uh, it's a six-hour flight, and the hotel rooms are not as affordable as I recall. So we've got to live this up. We have not been on vacation together, just the two of us, since before the pandemic, so it's probably long overdue. And it is my first black tie affair. 
And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. My next question comes from Stacy, all the way in Plouchville, Louisiana. I hope I said that right, Stacy. She writes, hi, Betsy. I have just remodeled my house. And as you can see, everything is white and bright. I like clean, simple design, no clutter. I'm a bit OCD. I do not know what my two word phrase is, but I'd like to add some things, bar stool, sideboard, something for the foyer to warm up the space while also keeping it simple. Please help. Stacy, you mentioned that I can see what you're talking about. There are no pictures attached, so I can't see. But you can either write back and send me some pictures. Uh, that's one path. Or uh, you don't have to do that. Either way, I'm going to give you some advice right now that I think will help you on your path and help others on their paths to discovering their two-word phrase. Because it's very important. Just today, just today, I was driving around the road, taking my beloved dog to the vet. Uh, he's actually not here with me today. He's at the vet and I'm feeling so lonely. He is my shadow. We're never apart except when I go to Vegas. That's the only time we are ever apart. He is constantly with me. I miss him. Sorry. Tangent. It's just what's on my mind. Anyway, moving forward. Um, I was taken to the vet and I was realizing that my space, because I've been designing it for so long, like three months now. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Okay, not going to sneeze. That's actually why he's at the vet. We are watching my mother-in-law's cat, and I am really allergic to cats, and this is a long-haired cat who is shedding a lot, and my dog is actually allergic to cats as well, so he's having major allergy issues with this kitty cat. He has no other emotional issues with the kitty cat. They get along just fine, and I love cats, but this cat is making us both physically ill, and I think that's not okay. It's month two with Furry Cat. And uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Anyway, uh, that is to say that I was driving home from the vet or I was driving to the vet. Can't remember when this revelation took place. But I've been designing my house for like three months and things have been dripping in slowly. And also I'm not able to give it total focus like I am with my client projects because it's such a big project. Most of my client projects have less than 30 items I need to find. My house has over 200 items that I need to find. Um, 
most of my clients have a deadline, right? Betsy, we're going to have our presentation on this date. I have two presentations this afternoon. My house does not have a deadline. I want this to be the forever house. So not only am I willing to invest a little bit more, but I want to find those special, special pieces. And Typically, I haven't lived like that. Typically, I've known that I'm going to move every five to 10 years or that I'll need to replace my furniture because my kids are wreaking havoc, right? And now they're older. There are some rooms they're just not going to spend that much time in. I want this to sort of rise to meet the space. The space is so lovely. Um, I can't be shopping Ikea. I just can't. Right. I've got to gotta go there in some ways, but I don't love going there. Even if I can financially, the exciting thing for me about interior design is finding that bargain, getting that great deal, knowing that it's perfect. I don't mind a splurge every now and again, but I'd rather wait for the good deal personally uh, because that's part of the fun for me. That's part of what makes this piece so rewarding. Look at everything I got. Look at this amazing rug. Would you believe I got it on sale from $2,000 to $700? That just makes the story for me. And also this long-haired cat is a barfer. She's a barfer and uh, she also eats the Christmas tree. And so we've got little piles of barf everywhere. So if we're going to continue to watch this cat, I'm going to need a rug that did not cost $2,000. Okay. I was thinking to myself in the car, Betsy, you know, this space, because you've been designing it so long, is getting a little diluted and you're forgetting your two-word phrase. You need to go back to that touchstone. You need to keep reminding yourself of what that two-word phrase is because we're beginning to depart a little bit and it's starting to lose that solid vision. And that is what the two-word phrase is. It is a touchstone that you need to refer back to every time you make a purchase, every time you make a selection. Is this either a style word or the feeling word I have chosen for the space? And if it's not, then it doesn't fit in this space, right? So my entire downstairs, because it's all open to each other, is mid-century modern. That's the style word. And the feeling word is fancy. Because the house has a lot of ornate carvings, it's old, and it just feels a little bit fancy, and I want to rise to meet it. Mid-century modern can feel so pedestrian, can feel so simple in a beautiful way, but it doesn't feel fancy. And I want like some ornamentation, I want some carving, because it would look strange to have a house full of bland, plain furniture and have the walls have all this ornate carving on it, right? Uh, so... That's my two-word phrase. And I have been feeling the longer I work on this project, the more I need to hang on to it because I just start looking at things that light me up, but don't reinforce the vision. And the longer your shopping list, the more opportunities there are for you to get off track. So having that two-word phrase is so important. The other thing is that you're going to want to... Um, there's a car coming down the road. In this rural area, no car ever comes down the road. Guys, let me be right back with you. Let me go see whose pickup truck this is. One sec. Sorry, everybody. Sorry for that distraction. That was Brandon, the mouse guy. Yes, welcome to country living. Welcome to Connecticut. You guys have heard my squirrel debacle. Well, luckily, we don't have any active mice, but we do apparently have exterior mouse holes. There we go. So he's plugging up all of our exterior mouse holes. Very grateful. Um, is that TMI? Welcome to my world. 
I said, Brandon, do what you got to do. Plug it all up. It's found about 15 holes in the cottage as well as the main house. Luckily, we have not seen any activity, maybe thanks to that cat who's, you know, giving us all the issues. But uh, there we go. All right, let me get back, back on track to my question. The question was coming from Stacy, And Stacy, yes, I was solving all your problems. So use the two-word phrase as a touchstone. You can have different two-word phrases for different rooms in your home. But if you do have an open space that connects, it does need to share the two-word phrase with the other spaces in order to create that cohesive feel as you go from open room to open room. Now you're saying, I don't know what my phrase is. The key, in my case too, was going and looking at inspiration photos. I started by Googling the style of my home, which is an English manor house. I Googled it because the architecture is very significant in terms of having a dominating presence. And I want to see how other people have solved that riddle. So I started there right? And then I found some pictures that were very colorful, that were moody, that had the vibe I was going for. And I translated that because a lot of the pictures had antiques and I didn't want to go that direction fully, but I wanted to have the opportunity to bring in antique touches or say a filigreed gold gilded frame that I find at an auction mixed with a mid-century modern sofa that I got from Crate and Barrel. This is the vibe I'm going for. This is the layering I'm doing throughout the space. And this is the intention I come back to each time I'm shopping. The key is to find those images and then find the through line, right? Pick three to eight of your favorite images and find that through line. Oh, wait, there's mid-century modern touches in here, but there's also a lot of ornate filigree or wait, I know I love mid-century modern. I've always wanted to design in that way, but I also know that this space needs more ornamentation, needs heavy pattern and embroidery. How am I going to make those two work? The key is spending time at the beginning, finding that path, creating that two-word phrase so that you're designing from a real foundation of clarity. Then you can go shopping to all these different places and know instantly what's going to work and what's not going to work. Spend the time up front finding that phrase, even if you have to ask a friend, have a glass of wine, look at house together to find some images that really light you up and work with the architecture. Guys, if you've been looking on YouTube, you've been seeing Brandon walking back and forth behind me, plugging those holes. This will be the last we hear of mice or squirrels for some time, I hope. Thank you all for listening. Happy holidays. I'm going to go pack my bags and head to Vegas with my new gown. Until next time. Bye. You've asked for it and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. 
Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.